Sonnets seven through twelve by Edna St. Vincent Millay. Read for LibriVox.org by Josh Kibbe. When I too long have looked upon your face, wherein for me a brightness unobscured, save by the mists of brightness, has its place, and terrible beauty not to be endured, I turn away reluctant from your light, and stand irresolute, a mind undone, a silly, dazzled thing deprived of sight from having looked too long upon the sun. Then is my daily life a narrow room, in which a little while, uncertainly, surrounded by impenetrable gloom, among familiar things grown strange to me making my way, I pause, and feel, and hark, till I become accustomed to the dark. And you as well must die, beloved dust, and all your beauty stand you in no stead. This flawless, vital hand, this perfect head, this body of flame and steel, before the gust of death, or under his autumnal frost, shall be as any leaf, be no less dead than the first leaf that fell. This wonder fled, altered, estranged, disintegrated, lost. Nor shall my love avail you in your hour. In spite of all my love, you will arise upon that day, and wander down the air obscurely as the unattended flower. It mattering not how beautiful you were, or how beloved above all else that dies. Let you not say of me when I am old, in pretty worship of my withered hands forgetting who I am, and how the sands of such a life as mine run red and gold even to the ultimate sifting dust. Behold, here walketh passionless age. For there expands a curious superstition in these lands, and by its leaves some weightless tales are told. In me no linton wicks watch out the night. I am the booth where folly holds her fair. Impious no less in ruin than in strength, when I lie crumbled to the earth at length, let you not say, upon this revered sight, the righteous groaned and beat their breasts in prayer. Oh, my beloved, have you thought of this? How in the years to come unscrupulous time, more cruel than death, will tear you from my kiss, and make you old, and leave me in my prime? How you and I, who scale together yet a little while, the sweet immortal height no pilgrim may remember or forget. As sure as the world turns, some granite night shall lie awake and know the gracious flame, gone out forever on the mutual stone. And call to mind how on the day you came I was a child, and you a hero grown. And the night pass, and the strange morning break upon our anguish for each other's sake. As to some lovely temple, tenantless long since, that once was sweet with shivering brass, knowing well its altars ruined and the grass grown up between the stones, yet from excess of grease hard driven, or great loneliness, the worshipper returns, and those who pass marvel him crying on a name that was. So is it now with me in my distress. Your body was a temple to delight. Cold are its ashes whence the breath is fled, yet here one time your spirit was wont to move. Here might I hope to find you day or night, and here I come to look for you, my love, even now, foolishly, knowing you are dead. Cherish you then the hope I shall forget at length, my lord Pieria? Put away for your so passing sake this month of clay, 
these mortal bones against my body set, for all the puny fever and frail sweat of human love. Renounce for these, I say, the singing mountain's memory, and betray the silent leer that hangs upon me yet? Ah, but indeed, some day shall you awake rather from dreams of me, that at your side so many nights, a lover and a bride, but stern in my soul's chastity, have lain, to walk the world forever for my sake, and in each chamber find me gone again. End of Poems This recording is in the public domain.